Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We're happy you're here. I didn't know if I was going to make it, to be quite frank with you. They said, don't come, don't come. And you know what I said? I'm going to come. Arson Wentz better not suck penis or I'm going to kill myself. Y'all boys ready for this? How the folks let's gather around. Bowl the best sports talk in town. We got our host, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. <laughs> Word to your mother. I don't even know how to go on after that. That was in its own real beauty. That was that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> as you can obviously see, we have a very special guest with us this week uh, that will follow our regular introductions. Welcome in to episode thirty-three. Man, we are getting up there of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, owner of Team Fair Life, Chris Mitchum, and we got the usual boys. We got Tim. The owner of the Mixon administration. What's going on, my guy? Oh, you know, we're tanging. College basketball started. It's November. It's almost Thanksgiving, Christmas. Life's good. It's getting festive out there. And we got the owner of Let Russ Cook, Aaron Hunt. Oh, and I forgot to ask. I got one question for you. Did Carson Wentz suck penis this week? Kinda. (laughs) Kinda. I think he started and didn't finish the job. Oh, that's kind of how I'm going to put it out there. But it was still like a pleasurable experience because we won. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So nonetheless, Colts got the dub. I'm happy. That's right. Amen. And uh, I he already introduced yourself, his self to your hearts um, with that beautiful opener. But uh, we have our special guest, the owner of Mount Passmore himself, Stephen Hyatt. Stephen, how's it going, my dude? My boys, it's going well. I'm having a good good Wednesday evening, hanging out with the boys. What, it can't get better than this. It can't get better than this. Now, Steven, I have one question for you. Are, are you scared? Are you scared? Scared of what? Ooh, Should be scared. You are the shoulder. first person to join after the This League curse. The podcast curse has been established why Why so bold, man? You thinking you're going to break it? You thinking you're going to have the superpowers to break it this week? You know what? I don't know, to be quite frank with you, but my matchup is looking pretty juicy, and I feel like if I get completely splattered this week against Zach, I feel like that's when we can officially like say the curse is legit because I'm the huge favorite right now, but if that if I lose, I, I know I'm it, there's a curse, but you know what? I'd also love to just ka-chow, pow-pow, break the curse. <laughs> and then I like to whoop-pow. You guys, that, that was a vine I saw, a really old vine about the surfer. Did you guys ever see that one? Where he's like, I was hitting these huge waves. The waves came, and I was like, whoop-pow. And I was like, Wah! You guys ever see that one? I don't think so. Damn. No, it's been a while. Whenever a joke f- falls flat. Oh, sad. <laughs> All right, anyway, so – Tim mentioned it earlier. Uh, Thanksgiving is coming up, and just because Thanksgiving's coming doesn't mean that we have to stop coming. We're going to keep coming 
um, we are going to give you a <laughs> an especially episode. Steven. <laughs> especially Steven. <laughs> Yeehaw! We're giving you an episode this week or uh, next week uh, before Thanksgiving, so you can probably expect an earlier episode that you can listen to while your family gathers around the table for your Thanksgiving dinner. You can have our beautiful voices just caressing everybody's ears while you eat your turkey. Here's- Here's your answer. Get ahead of it. When your family asks what you're thankful for this year, say this league podcast, man, and the this league guys. Then say you can follow them at this league underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter and go leave them a review and all that good stuff. Hey, for uh, next week's show, can I go ahead and just give a quick suggestion for the outro? What's that? Greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, you name it. Oh, that'll be in there. Greens, beans, potatoes. I like that. Um, a couple more housekeeping things. A lot of stuff happened this week. Uh, you saw it in the in the group text, but for those who are not in the group text, um, we have a logo. We have an official logo coming soon. It's in the works. It's it's hot. It is hot. I think that's going to take our social media game to the next level. It's going to take our branding game to the next level. I'm feeling T-shirts, decals, bumper stickers, all the good stuff, man. All the good stuff. So you can expect that coming soon. It's going to look hot. And then lastly, shout out to the league, man. We – I need to put it on social media, actually. We all went to a Colts game. We went to a tailgate, free food, free booze, all the all the good stuff you wanted, and then we went to a Colts victory. So It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Really? You're saying that now? You were the guy in a Bengals jersey at a Colts game, and yeah, you were I mean, having all bit that the defense decided to score first and ruin everyone's chance <laughs> at a first touchdown bet. I oh, mean, no, once, was once I got over that, once I got over that, it, it was a fun time. I was like tipsy walking to Lucas hole from the tailgate. And Tim's like, put $50 on Michael Pittman to score the first touchdown. Just do it. I was like, okay. And freaking Did stretch, put down a hundred. He put a hundred <laughs> down on Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. I had 50 on him. Clayton had 50 on him, man. That's 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 nuts. And then freaking Zaire Zaire Franklin is that who scored? Yeah, we were all just like shook with disbelief. Jeez, ruined ruined all of that for us. Okay, okay, I guess we can actually maybe like start. Maybe probably what you're here for is some nice updates on the this league, uh, football league. So we have the week ten review. I feel like it wasn't a huge scoring week, but it wasn't low either. Kind of got back to normal uh, a little bit. Then we have the standings update. Power rankings update. We have another trade ring. And then we have a week 11 preview that I've already dubbed the Clash of the Titans week. Stick around and you will find out why. Drinks of the week. Steven, what do we got, my man? I got a fat glass of water because I'm sensitive to beverages before I go to bed. So this is all I'm allowed to have. Oh, boo, you stink. <laughs> This guy stinks. Boo, you stink. All right. <laughs> and uh, Tim, what are we sipping on? This is, this is going to be a long one. We're off the rails. You, oh, yeah. You know, you know, one of those things that you walk around the grocery store and you're like, I'm an adult. I can buy whatever I want. Right. Well, I was feeling some grape juice. And so we got some grape juice. Welch's. The, the only. The okay, best. good, good. That's the communion juice. That's the Jesus blood juice. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> Aaron? You know, it's funny, Tim. Usually when I ask that question, it's typically, oh, I'm going to buy Capri Suns. 
Is that what? Uh, but okay. Okay. No, for me, I have the um, cream liqueur bourbon ball drink from Barton's, which is the distillery that we visited for Tim's bachelor party. So that was hype. Mm-hmm. Are you drinking that straight? On the rocks, baby. Nice. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, anybody that knows me, I'm sponsored by two things. I'm sponsored by Fairlife and... Oh, come on, guys. Who's my other sponsor? Oh, High Noon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. High Noon. Sponsored by High Noon. Got I mean, nice... it could have been Miller Lite. It could have been a lot of different things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's true. Miller Lite is a good shout. I probably should have clarified that. Okay. Let's actually get into some mediocre, at best, analysis. Let's do this. As I mentioned, week 10, we had some juicy matchups that lived up to the hype, and we had some that lived up to the hype, but in the least exciting way possible. We are going to get into all that, and we are first going to start with a matchup that was in the um, Chipotle division. We had Aaron. Top of the Chipotle, or yeah, the Chipotle division taking on Hayden, who is not top of the Chipotle division, and Country Roads take Mahomes. Yeah, and that's Hayden riding a five-game losing streak comes in against a oh top team, a top team in this league. And wouldn't you know it? You look at his quarterback. We look at these quarterbacks, and Patrick Mahomes, forty-six points. That's that's the Patrick Mahomes that he drafted. Number one overall, if my memory serves me right. And so let me look on the other side at Aaron and Russell Wilson with a hot 5.6 points out of that quarterback spot. And you think, hey, Hayden might have a He was oh, cooking, yeah. baby. Cooking. He's back cooking. You know it. Um, but, I mean, luckily for Aaron, Spoiler alert, the rest of his team showed out. I mean, he's got guys. Pitts was the next lowest scorer with 10 points. Um, Hayden got his Mahomes show. Cup got his. And 120 points is a decent showing, but he's just missing the guys the rest of the lineup. You know, Tim Patrick with four, Sutton with four, Fryermuth with five. I mean, Jalen Waddle looks long-term to be a nice piece. And James Conner keeps scoring touchdowns. Who saw that coming earlier this year? But he keeps scoring, um, and he just couldn't really couldn't pull it off. Aaron wins this one, you know, somewhat comfortably, 136 to 120. Hayden, I mean, we talked about the curse already, but I think you know what have you got to lose? Six game losing streak. Come on and just come on every week until you win and try to break the curse. Um, Aaron moves into sole second place in this league with seven wins. The only team with seven. It was a nice feeling to get the win against somebody you should get the win against Hayden. Um, I feel like uh, really my team. Yeah. Just echoing what you said, Tim performed pretty well across the board. Russ, uh, that was a tough call. I just didn't know how he would be going forward, but I think I'm going to give it a couple weeks, maybe just to let him get back to his normal cooking ways before I, throw them out there because I think my lineup outside of QB is pretty solidified. So, um, yeah, moving on and, uh, really glad I was up 40 going into Monday night football because of all people that could have beat me with a 40 point performance, it would be Cooper cup and he got 23. So he was making me a little nervous. Um, you throw a couple tutties in there and he's getting pretty close to that. So, um, just glad to get the win. 
Moving on to the next matchup, we had Zach and Cooking Up More coming in at three and six, taking on Anthony, who was riding five and four, coming off an absolute heartbreak last week, finishing as the second highest scorer, but unfortunately taking the L. He was looking to bounce back this week. He was indeed looking to bounce back. And boy, did I tell you, Anthony's young wide receiver talent showing out this week. How did we let that him. happen? How did we how does he have CD Lane uh, and Justin Jefferson? I don't I don't understand. I, I ask myself that almost weekly. Um it's looking really good and all of the pieces came together for him. He had CD Lamb with 28, Jefferson with 22, Devonta Smith with 22. So all of those guys showed up for him in the best way possible. I think they really carried him to a comfortable win. The cherry on top was the Cowboys D with 23 points. I think that's got to be close to uh, the highest total for a defense this year. Uh, He didn't really get much from his running backs, but didn't really need it because when you're playing a team that's tanking, uh, you don't need really all that much points, as we can see. Uh, For Zach, the story is you got him right where you wanted him, man. Blowout loss inbound. Uh, you wanted that to be the case and boy, was that the case, uh, tanking's got to feel good for you. Uh, getting another L I thoroughly enjoy when you lose. So, uh, when you're going to just lose voluntarily, we all will accept that with open arms, uh, problems at RB though, await for Anthony. There is absolutely zero depth at that position. Cordero Patterson's injured. He probably won't play tomorrow, uh, against Dallas. Uh, or sorry, um, against the Patriots, and then Daryl Henderson's on by. So uh, we'll see going forward how that affects him, just also with having Derrick Henry on IR. But nonetheless, W belongs to him. He gets it done with a score of 159 to 106. One thing I was going to add to that is you hit on it. That running back depth for Anthony is red flags, to say the least, especially when you look at Cordero Patterson banged up, Daryl Henderson banged up. Who the, who the hell's Daryl Henderson? Darnell Anderson, I'm sorry. Um, banged up. He If you're going to be relying on Chubba Hubbard and Miles Gaskin, good luck, my friend. Yeah, and you talk about the tanking and the Zach tanking, and you know he loves these losses, but I'll just get out in front of it a little bit. If he trades Cook, you know, you got to win the loser's bracket in this league to get that top overall pick. You know, that depth is non-existent. And so, I mean, if I'm him, I'm looking at, you know, okay, how how do I win in the playoffs? All right, we will go on to the next game. It was between two people whose faces I'm currently looking at. Yeah, we can skip it. We can skip it. I don't know about that. At this Zoom call, yes, I am talking about Tim, who was coming in at 6-3, and right on my ass in the Cadoba division. Um, taking on Steven, who was coming off of a big win um, at five and four. If he wins this, he ties Tim for second place in that Cadoba division. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Steven gets it done. 138 to 107. And uh, I just for some background, the Colts game that we all went to really skewed this for me. Because when I left, I just assumed that Tim had it in the bag. We were watching Jonathan Taylor in the flesh just rip the Jag souls apart. It was beautiful. As the Zeke owner, I was paying attention to the Cowboys game, and I saw that Dak had, you know, two tutties, a rushing touchdown, 296 yards. I'm like, okay, he's he's blowing up. 
everything's going well. So I, I leave there and I'm like, okay, Tim wins this week. You know, he, he, he's really good. And then like, I'm preparing for this podcast and I'm like, wait, what? Tim only scored 107 and Steven again at that Colts game, we saw that the bucks were getting whooped by the red or the football team. So, you know, I was thinking, okay, Brady Fournette, they're doing okay. But man, it's to Ernest Johnson looking like a fantastic pickup for Steven. He's looking like one of like those valuable Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison handcuffs for me. Like those guys that you have to keep. Unfortunately, you probably have to wait for both Chubb and Hunt to go down for to use him. But, hey, when the time's right, you do it. Stephon Diggs re- decides to return to prominence for the second straight week. And uh, he does all of this, 138, a pretty respectable score, with uh, an A.J. Brown dud at three points. So, um, yeah, I want to say that Tim definitely lost more this week than Steven won. You would have to think that Tim most weeks can surpass that 138 mark. But for this week, uh, Steven got maybe the second most lucky in the league behind another individual. Uh, and he, he picked a, he picked a good week to pick, to, to play Tim. Um, and Tim, maybe a little bit of depth concern for me. Uh, you were already, you know, without a hampered Hopkins, maybe he comes back this week, but now you got Aaron Jones who might miss a few weeks. Uh, again, it's good that you can, you know, replace those people with a Joe Mixon with a Jamar chase when they come back off of bye. But if, if any more of those injuries start piling up, Again, we can all agree that when healthy, you have the best starting lineup. But when you have to start using those depth pieces, that's when it can get a little shaky. So I don't think this this hurts Tim too much going forward. Um, but again, I think Steven picked a good good week to play him, and he comes out on top, one thirty eight to one hundred seven. Steven moves six and four. Tim falls to six and four for a juicy second place battle in the Cadoba division. Fellas, yeah, I'll get my... how we feeling? Ooh. I'll get my thoughts out of the way and then Steven can gloat a little bit, but yeah, you said it health is wealth and I missed Deandre Hopkins. Sorely. Nice. Nice. That was good. And I've never heard that before. In a row, two weeks of starting Russell Gage and Brandon Ayuk in a row. It, you know, it worked last week, you know, not surprised that it didn't work this week, but yeah, top heavy Dak, Jonathan Taylor, Deandre Swift, low key. I'm looking forward to his rest of the season because they fed him over this past week that he got 33 carries and normally he's a guy, I think his previous high coming into this week or coming in to this game, I want to say it was about 18 carries a game was his previous high. So darn near doubles it. But then you go down the rest of my lineup and you see zero, five, six, five, six, 12, but a zero, <laughs> two fives 12. and two sixes. Like my guys, I, I was missing some and n- nobody just decided to show up. Um, so yeah, it was, and I'm just gonna complain. Steven's guys, they all were playing and getting garbage time points. The bucks against the football team, garbage time. Brady had like four Ooh. points when I last look and Fournette he ends with eight catches to Ernest Johnson ripped off long runs and was getting catch up catches after catch at, in the fourth quarter. Stefan Diggs got his long catch in the fourth quarter after they were up Oof. by like 50 Oof. points on the jets. And then James Robinson getting receptions on the last two drives in the Jags. I mean, it was just, it just all lined up for Steven this week. All right, I'm done. Aaron, Aaron, yeah, yeah, Aaron which one? Hang on. That 31 point win came all from garbage time, is what I'm Aaron, hearing. Aaron, right? I have a question for you. Which one's worse? Somebody saying that you're 
team is only good in garbage time and that's why you won or somebody talking bad to your mom. I feel like that's on a very similar level. That was some that was some heat right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said what I said. <laughs> that was I still won by I just want to clear 31 points. You think I can get 31 points in garbage time or is Tim making some excuses you right now? You got like 60 points in garbage time. I'm going to go do some math. Do do <laughs> math. Dearness Johnson, absolute stud. I got him and Nick Chubb. So if one's out, the other one's in. So uh, good vibes about that. Uh, happy with my team. Happy to see Stefan go off. Uh, I feel like it's all coming together. Kittle's back in. I'm feeling like my team is ready to be fleet and to compete. Fleet and to compete. I've yeah. never heard that, but I like it. And Tim said health is wealth earlier. I'm, I'm liking this right now. We are firing all cylinders yeah. today. I'm yeah. loving it. All right. Well, like I said, uh, this makes the Kadoba division pretty, pretty interesting. Um, both of these guys pretty much confirmed for the playoffs, barring catastrophe. But when it comes to those seedings, who's going to get that better seating? This was a big game going forward the next game i i i almost don't even want to talk about this um it was your boy team fairlife host team in the league best record coming in at seven and two take it on my arch rival nemesis demon spawn kyle stretch um and i'll i'll let this ride out i think uh who's covering this one tim's covering this one man Go right ahead, but don't have too much fun because obviously there was a lot of stuff that happened on this game. Rivalry game, right? Like these guys were big swingers putting up big numbers, right? Wrong. Uh, The total was 92 to 81 in Chris's favor. And these were the two lowest scorers on the week in this league. That's including... Don, who didn't set his lineup, a Clayton team, and a bereft of talent Zach team. But, you know, we say it all the time. You win who you freaking win. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) So, looking at this game, you know, Matt Ryan, I'll start here, got stretch a whopping negative .32 points. And I'm thinking that's got to be the lowest score by a starting QB in this league history. Like someone who actually played one um, and got negative points. That's that's rough. Um, and then we'll look at these tight ends, these monster Mike Gesicki. <laughs> that's what's hilarious. TJ Hawkinson, tight end five. That's two of the top five tight ends in the, in the NFL. And they went head-to-head mono, e-mono for a total of eight targets not bad nice and a great checking notes here zero receptions and zero fantasy points like cricket sound like zero for and zero for number three and number five tied in on the year that's disgusting um so going into monday night right chris had a nice lead he's got um oh you didn't have anybody left monday night did you right and stretch had debo and van jefferson and debo Bless him. Got him 30.3 points trying to ride him for a late victory. <laughs> oh, brother. And, man, watching this game, Van Jefferson just had ball after ball slip through his fingers. He had, like, two or three touchdowns. He dropped, like, wasn't batted down. He dropped them. And we were just holding our breath for Chris because there's a good chance that Stretch could have pulled that out. 
and that's you know Chris, you know the lineup decisions this week. Luckily, don't haunt don't haunt you, Ramondre <laughs> oh, Stevenson. You know, no Damian Harris over AJ Green with the nice one point four. Um, and I'm gonna hand out the I emoji of the week to AJ Dillon. He gets the eyes. You know, that's juicy with Aaron Jones out. We'll see. I think it's a, a couple of tougher matchups. Let me pull this up real quick. Oh, he plays uh, Minnesota, Minnesota next Minnesota's week. Minnesota's not bad. <laughs> And then the Rams, you know, A.J. Dillon's not supposed to miss – or, sorry, Jones out one to two weeks, and then they have a bye. So, I mean, Chris, the Flames are still on your name in Sleeper, but I think you need to reject them after putting up the second lowest point total. I don't think you deserve those Flames, frankly. You're on a five-game win streak, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. And here, I'll hand it off to you with this. Uh, if you'd like to go ahead and pour one out for your boy, got picked up on waivers Aww. today. Oh, by uh, <laughs> talking about team, another one. uninspired youth and Anthony, go ahead and pour one out and take over your reflection, man. Um, first of all, Brian Edwards. Yeah, I drop him and he decides to like catch four catches on a touchdown and like be the Raiders leading receiver, whatever, whatever. That's besides the point. I thought you were going to actually pour one out for my boy, Bobby trees, who Van Jefferson proved is no Robert Woods. All right. Van Jefferson. She doesn't, doesn't even deserve the time of time of day, but shut up. Why? Why do you hate Robert Woods? So He's garbage. Well? He's gonna finish the year as a wide receiver six or five where he belongs. No, no. Tim is just hates the fact, cannot accept the fact that Robert Woods finishes as like the wide receiver twelve every single year. It's quite the quite the thing. But uh, no, I won't. I won't spend too much time on this. Uh, I'm excited to get Saquon and David Montgomery back. You know, when I'm starting Kenyon Drake and AJ Green, and it's just not great. So. Uh, but I, I definitely got lucky. I, I would like to go back and see if anybody has ever won with the second lowest score of the week. I seem rare. I know. I feel like that, that means that your opponent had to be the worst. So, yes. Yeah. Um, but obviously, when you look at stretch, I mean, his usual guys just didn't get it done outside of Debo Samuel. Uh, Amari Cooper only had nine. Josh Jacobs, eight. Melvin Gordon, eight. It's just I, I picked a good week. No, he's missing Camara. You know, he's missing Camara this week, but you know, still. Yeah, I mean, Gesicki getting a goose egg, Hot getting a goose egg, Camara out, my entire running back core out. You know, it wasn't I feel like it wasn't too bad. You know. Hey, let me chime in with this real quick fact on this. So I did the math, Chris, and you had five eligible people on your roster that could have accumulated points on your bench. They combined for 94% of your point total with your starters. Oh my. They had like, yeah, they had 86 points on the bench and then you had 92 in your starting lineup. (laughs) You could have won with your bench playing five people. I also did some math as well because I have a minor in economics, so I'm very thorough with math. Uh, if I'm looking at the sleeper chart right here and it tells you about team performance. So eventually, so essentially it's everyone on your roster and who you started and the percent of maximum points you could have gotten. So if a tight end on your bench did better than your starting one, that means you didn't get like top efficiency. So I'm observing everyone's efficiency. And I'd like to note that this week, let me pull it up. I'm on the wrong week, but I was like, huh, this is pretty neat of a little stat. If we look at efficiency for the week, Team Fairlife with that was at a 65.1, while my boy Don was at a 71.6. 
What does this mean, ladies and gentlemen? The team who didn't do shit to his bench this entire week, his roster did better than Chris. So I, I thought that's some fun math I would share with you guys. It is some fun math. I like fun math. Like that. <laughs> moving on to the ma- moving on to the last <laughs> matchup of the week. <laughs> I'm the host. Pile it on. I'm the Pile host. I control the flow. All right. <laughs> God. I don't I, Steven, I call you hot almost every week, and this is this is how I get treated. This is how I get treated. Anyway, moving on to the last matchup of the week. It is the last matchup of the week. You know what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, your game of the week was between. That's right. How is this guy in the game of the week? Clayton and the Red Rocket coming into this game at three and six. Take it on, Don. We have all the drops for you in this week because it was also a civil war. There's just so many sounds happening right now. And this game, actually, you know, before I can even get in here, Don gets the newest drop. Set your freaking lineup, man. Set it. Set the lineup. Set the lineup, man. Clayton wins 96 to 93. And I'm almost going to do like zero analysis per usual because I'm just going to like rant about how if Don would have put Antonio Gibson, baby CMC, into his lineup, he would have won handedly and he would be at the same record as stretch. And we'd be talking about a stretch Don battle for the final playoff spot narrative would be so hot because the idea of stretch missing the playoffs after winning the championship is also really hot but no don decides to just poop on all those hopes and dreams he doesn't care about his lineup he doesn't care about any one of you listeners and he just does not set his lineup and he loses to the worst team in the league in clayton Fun fact, both of these guys, both of these guys scored out outscored both Stretch and I. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> again, the final score, 96 to 93. Uh, I mean, is Don really a playoff contender? I mean, I'm so pissed off because you lost to a team that had eight points from Zach Moss, 11 points from Marquez Callaway, Elijah Moore, okay. T.Y. Hilton's dead. Cole Beasley's white and unvaccinated. It's like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, you shouldn't be losing to that team if you could genu- legitimately consider yourself a playoff contender. And again, if you would start baby and CMC, we'd be talking about, you know, a 110, 115. It's fine. And you're really back up there. So uh, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. If there's anything positive we can take from this, Clayton, Christian McCaffrey's looking all the way back. Again, finishing as the running back one on the week and not scoring a touchdown is just bananas. <laughs> 95 yards, 10 catches, 66 yards. Did uh, you trade for him yet? No, we'll get there. I, I traded with Clayton. I, d- I did that one. I got halfway there. Um, I mean, but but outside of that, Antonio Gibson looks great on, on Don's bench. Maybe he can have like a late a late season push and – kind of remind remind us what he did last year but again Clayton moves to three and seven Don falls to four and six and really puts his playoff hopes in jeopardy yeah I would like to I again I'm just with numbers today I'm observing that if we look at if the this is grilling points, me we're moving on I swear to God 
I'm not. This is the. I'm not. This is one time. I'm not drilling you. I'm drilling. I, it's funny that you mentioned to, Dom because if we look at the lowest scoring teams of the season total, it was that matchup. It was Don and it was Clay, and they have the least amount of points scored for this season of all the teams. It was so. I mean, I guess that score kind of makes sense. Uh, not not super high scoring. Again, I'm not really the one to talk this week, but uh, yeah. So. That was your game of the week, and it really is because it came down to Monday Night Football. I forgot, I forgot to say that amidst amidst my rant. Um, both of these guys had players on both sides. Uh, Don had Tyler Higby. Uh, Clayton had the Rams defense. Oh, and Elijah Mitchell. So uh, Don was trying his best to really claw back behind like decent performances of Tyler Higby and Elijah Mitchell, but he just could not get there. And again, Clayton comes out victorious. A quick look at your standings. When you look at the Chipotle division, Aaron, again, alone at the top, 7-3. and three. He has a big, big matchup next week against the only person who really has any chance of topping him in the Chipotle division right now. And Anthony at 6-4, and four, and you had a disappointing Don. God, bro. 4-6 and six in third place. And then you have Clayton, hey, up a spot in Chipotle division. Look at him go at three and seven while Hayden settles in at the bottom of the Chipotle division at two and eight. And meanwhile, you look at this Cadoba division. My, oh my, it's your boy, Team Fairlife, at the top at eight and two. And then you have a just a slugfest in that second, third place spot. Steven moves on top of Tim into second place on points four alone, both teams at six and four. Stretch falls to five and five in sole possession of fourth place. And the tanker of the Cadoba division, Zach, settling in in fifth at three and seven. <sighs> Week 10's over. How about we get into some power rankings? Nice. We got your fresh Week 11 power rankings. Serve here. them up. We're, we're going to stick with the three host uh, aggregate power rankings, and then we'll let Steven talk about his uh, after we get Do through. Do we it. have to? Do we have to? <laughs> oh, we, we we must. So let me let me roll through these here. So despite Chris trying to pull a 10 ton block of concrete out of the bottom of the ocean, that is Clayton and the Red Rocket. He stays down at number 10, despite the dub. Oh, he didn't really get the dub because Don did set his lineup. But anyway, moving on um, team nine or spot nine, that would be Zach and cooking up more. Stays there at number nine. And then in eight, staying the same as Hayden. Um, you know, put up a respectable point total this week, but just no no win. Seven, staying the same again. Uh, Don, Team Don Perignon, you know, even though we're not going to drop you to 10 just out of spite for not setting your lineup. Six spot stays the same. That's Stretch and Super Camario. Uh, five and five, six, you know, six seed in the playoff as of right now. In the fifth spot, again, stays the same. Anthony um, put up a nice point total this week. Those young wide receivers were popping, um, but not quite enough to move him up in the power rankings. Fourth, falling two spots after my guys just put up a stinker of a week. We had a talk in the locker room afterwards. We've run some extra sprints, done extra push-ups. You know, we got to perform better. It was a bad week of uh, practice, boom. Yeah, it's a tough week. You know, no laughing, no no music in the locker room. That's right. Um, That's right. 
fallen down to fourth in the power rankings. And that means that jumping me up one spot, we got Steven. Check him out. Mount Passmore with that late season push up the power rankings, number three. And that does mean that we have number two down one spot after a dud. Can't stay, uh, hold the throne. Team Fairlife. Chris falling down to two in the power rankings, but that's okay. You'd rather be the hunter than the hunted. Um, I think Aaron would echo that sentiment because he is now taking over up two spots in the power ranking, the number one spot. Let Russ cook. He got Russ back. Um, Five points. Russ back. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, there again. There again, we got Clayton, Zach, Hayden, Don, Stretch in the bottom five, top five, Anthony, myself, Steven, Chris, and Aaron. Yeah. I, I can't even be upset about that. I actually put myself at two just because I I just played really bad. But like I said, I'm getting a lot of guys back. Looking forward to that. I I really struggled with the with the Steven, Tim, Anthony, three, four, five. Because I was like, okay, Tim, you had a lot of guys missing. We know what you're capable of. I wanted to put Steven at four, but I was like, well, Steven just beat Tim. So I got to put him above him. But I actually dropped Anthony two despite him being the top scorer last week. I was like, ah, it was it was hard, Those that, that three spots. I ended up going Anthony five, Tim four, Steven three, me two, Aaron one. But I thought that that little grouping was particularly hard this week. Yeah, you and Aaron up there at the top, but right now three, four, and five, it, it's a little cloudy. Yes. All right, Steven. I, Tim said I have to give you the floor, so <laughs> – According to Tim, Steven's power rankings are pretty, pretty different than than the consensus. Let's hear him, Steven. Okay, so I didn't really keep track of where everyone was at, but I feel like our bottom five is pretty similar in how it's uh, set up. Ten, I currently have Clayton. Nine, Hayden. Eight, Zach. Seven, Don. Six, Stretch. So that's where I had everyone. And then yeah. the stuff I'm about to say, I'm going to – Some people may throw some fits. They have thrown some fits. And when I was writing this part out, Chris said, hey, is this in order or are you just naming people right now? And he he didn't want to hear it because I I have him placed. I muted him. I'm tired of it. I don't. Do we have to do this? Do we we have to do this? Let me in. (laughs) What an abuse of power. Uh, 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 Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to get cut off real soon. Yeah, I think it was more – I was looking at the teams above. It was more so that, you know what, Tim's team, he traded for JT. It's going to get hot. His team is good. But I I got the dub this week, so I'm being petty, and I'm putting myself barely above. Anthony, I think his team is being the most slept on. Yes, he missed, he's missing his best player, Derrick Henry. But he, week in and week out, just he's been performing well. You scored the the most by a pretty large margin this week. And he's out his best player. I keep like he doesn't have a lot of depth, but it keeps working. So I can't bet against him. You have him at and three. Aaron, your team. Yeah. I I don't see how a team with Miles Gaskin and Brandon Bolden has that. I I can't. I can't. He scored seventy points more than you this week, champ. Seventy. Rub it in. <laughs> I just, I 
that's just that's just subjective. That's just common sense. I'm sorry. Objective is a 70 point difference. Miles I remember. Gaskin and I do the math. I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm just hey gonna guys, leave that there. Hey guys, bring it back. Bring it back. No fist fighting on Zoom. <laughs> so the main thing I just wanted to point out, yeah, I, I put I put ten or Chris at five, and I I'd be happy to be wrong, man. But we'll just wait and see. We'll wait and see. I will gladly eat crow if you just crush it the rest of the season. But I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. Okay, I'm sorry. Can you just run through 10 through 1 really quick? I that, There was a lot of rude interruptions. Okay. <laughs> just, okay. Straight through. Yeah. 10. Clayton. 9. Hayden. 7. No, 8. Zach. 7. Don. 6. Stretch. 5. Chris. 4. Tim. 3. Steven. Two Anthony and one Aaron. Two Anthony. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, Aaron, Tim, any thoughts on the alternative view of the power rankings this week? I, I love the alternative view, man. It's, it's fresh eyes, fresh eyes. And, you know, it would have really thrown a, a wrench in our aggregate power rankings. That's why we had a little separate little <laughs> area for them here. Yeah. It gets spicy. I like that uh, the alternative view of it, but. It's it's nice that I still maintain the number one spot in uh, Stevens as well. So, like that. Respect, respect where it's due. All right. Well, there you have it. Two an extra dose of power rankings this week. We're running a little long, but we got a trade, and it was an important one. So we're gonna run through this real quick before we get to the preview. Let's go. The this league trade ring. Ladies and gentlemen, the This League trade ring is open for the third, the fourth week in a row. Man, the, the mat is bloody. It is nasty. No have no time to clean this thing because the cr- trades just keep happening. If you were not familiar with the rules, they are as follows. Two teams enter. One team exits. The boys who are not involved in the trade will count down from three. They will say a name, and the person with the most votes will exit victorious, and Steven gets to participate this week, so that's pretty cool. And as always, we do not judge on win now versus dynasty. We look at each team, what their needs are, and how the trade best addresses those needs. As I am currently getting my shoulders rubbed and getting my hands taped because I'm getting into it, Aaron, how about you sell the matchup today? Yeah, so the two teams involved, we've got Team Fairlife, Chris uh, Mitchum, and we've got the Red Rocket and Clayton McLean. In this trade, Chris received Keenan Allen, and then Clayton receives Elijah Moore and a 2022 third-round pick. Boys, All right. Are, are we ready? Yeah, I, w- I will oh, count you, you guys know. down on three. You guys say who you think wins the trade, then we discuss quickly. Are you ready? Let's Three, two, one. Chris. Chris. What? What was that? <laughs> Chris. I think every unanimous Chris. Yeah, I said Chris by a mile. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Tim, you say by a mile. Why you say that? Because uh, fantasy football ten years ago, you did not want any Browns players on your team. Current fantasy football, you do not want any Jets players on your team, especially with no quarterback. You don't want a wide receiver, and a third-round pick is pretty low. Uh, Rebuilding squad and Clayton rightfully trades away a 29-year-old receiver who's looked kind of not quite himself this year. I think he could have gotten more had he asked around a little bit. My thought is that Keenan – I 
I like to take the consistent player, the player that's been performing at a high level for a durated or for a long duration over yeah, the rookie. Yeah, been there, done that guy. I I know I like to know what I'm getting into, right? So when Keon Allen's like projected to score 14, 15 points a week, whereas Elijah Moore's projected only 10. Yes, there's a huge age gap, but good elite right wide receivers such as Keon Allen, they usually play until like their early 30s, so that's like four or five years with a better receiver. So I think Chris wins for that reason. Right. I appreciate that. Just just for a little background, um, Elijah Moore, I think, is kind of in the midst of a mini breakout right now. I mean, he's doing the last couple games, been doing really well with Mike White and Joe Joe Johnson or Josh Johnson or whatever that guy's name was. So, I mean, if they get their quarterback situation figured out, I think that could be good. And it is crazy that I pulled this trade off and literally an hour left, Bobby Trees goes down Mm -hmm. for the year. Yep. Could yeah. not have been more fortunate on that. Uh, it's funny how fantasy football works sometimes. So uh, we will go ahead and move on from that. Sounds like I walk out unanimously from this one. But before we fully exit the trade ring, we have a quick commissioner announcement. That's right. I got my commissioner tie on here. And that is this trade deadline. Get your trades in. You have eight days left. It is a week 12 trade deadline uh trades must be in before the thursday night football game commences on thanksgiving next week so let's see how many more trade rings we, we might enter i'm gonna put the over under three and a half. Ooh, i'd go under that i'd go under wow. that is yeah. a lot we got some ring chasers this year oh we do love it love to see it all right let's get into this week 11 preview we welcome back Chris's running back core. Yes, I'm talking about the Bears, the Bengals, the Giants, and the Texans. And we say goodbye to the Broncos, the Jerry Judys, Melvin Gordons of the world, and the Rams, the Cooper Cups, Odell's, Matthew Stafford, Daryl Henderson of the world. I'm calling this week the Clash of the Titans. I think there are three games that you pretty much know how they're going to go. And there are two games that are going to be of epic proportion that I am super excited about. So we're going to run through those first three games first. And we are going to start with Team Don Perignon coming in at four and six, taking on Hayden and Country Roads take Mahomes at two and eight. And for this matchup, Hayden starts off with a 51% chance of victory as of this writing. I would say this is an even more important game for Don to win because of the blunder last week that is him not setting his lineup. For Hayden, for Hayden, I think it's simple. Uh, Will the Muth get Luth in his flex spot? Uh, He's starting two tight ends. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Hayden, I I just want to ask you this, and, and maybe you can like answer this, you know, offline to me. Are you like the Vikings tight end groups like biggest fan? Because I don't think you've ever gone a week without starting Irv Smith or Tyler Conklin, no matter what. Um, so just was curious on that. Let me know. Uh, but yeah, two tight ends in the lineup. James Connor, though, real nice. Like that. Uh, he should do pretty well with the Chase Edmonds injury. Cup and Sutton on by that does hurt a little bit, but uh, you know, the other flex spot 
it does show that pretty clearly uh, that you're hurting there. Uh, for Don, he's going to have his usual core of McLaurin, Brown, and now Godwin uh, added to the mix due to the trade with Tim. Uh, the lineup, again, incomplete for Don at the moment. Right now, uh, cough, cough, maybe set your lineup. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Higby is on by. Um, you, you might want to log in more than just once a week. Don, um, please. Actually, I, I'll say this. I mean, as a competitor, I hope you continue to not log in. I mean, $100 <laughs> – to the pot for free every year. Sounds good to me, man. Right. Reverse uh, psychology. Mine of reverse well. psychology. I want you to keep logging in. Do it for <laughs> me. <laughs> I mean, just burn $100 at this point. Um, I would say I'm going to pick Hayden. And honestly, guys, the reason I'm picking him, it doesn't make sense, but I don't have confidence in Don putting out an optimal lineup. I just don't. I don't think Don will take the time. I don't think he'll put in the energy to do it. And Hayden will somehow get the victory. So that's where I'm at. I'm taking Don and I'm going to declare it here. This is Don's win or go home week. Oh, brother. He said we have it. four regular season weeks left. If Don loses to Hayden, he'll be at least two games behind stretch and he'll need to win out because his points for is awful. He's got, you know, one of the bottom two points for. So Don needs to win now or else it's win out. So I'll, I'll call it win or go home. Oh, didn't expect that sudden rush there, Tim. Jeez, put it in the show notes next time. Um, I'm taking Don this week. It's pretty simple for me. No Cooper Cup for Hayden. No win for Hayden. Steven, who you got? Well, it's easy as this. It's just Hayden, baby. It's, it's, he's very much like Mahomes. He, was a, he, had, a bad, he had a bad stretch. But he's going to come back out nowhere, be a machine, be a monster, and get the upset. And we might see something hot develop. We'll just have to wait and see. Hayden can play a good spoiler role this week, that's for sure. We're going to go on to the next matchup. And, yes, we have Kyle Stretch and currently Matt Ryan sucks. Hashtag just keep your freaking name the way it is, man. But anyway, we have him coming off of a brutal, just ugly loss. Coming in at 5-5, five and five, taking on Clayton for th only the third time this year. Coming off a win at 3-7. and seven. Yeah, uh, stretch 5-5, five and 6th five, in the playoff rankings. Don on his heels. Really needs to win this game to, st to stop a two-game skid against one of the worst teams in this league. Currently projected with an 80% chance of victory. Um, and currently we've got Kyler's back. Kamara's back. Josh Jacobs is a little hurt. Is he going to play? And Gasicki on a bounce back watch. That's a lot going on for Stretch's lineup that he's got his fingers crossed. He's doing his rain dance that those guys all are able to show up and play. Uh, because, man, when you look at these benches for these two teams, they are barren. I mean, I would not want to have to be in Stretch's spot fighting for a playoff spot as the reigning champ and have to maybe put in Kadarius Tony or Marvin Jones. I mean, it's just kind of an ugly spot to be in. Uh, Clayton, you know, like we just got off the trade ring, rightfully playing the long game in fantasy, um, but not too optimistic in your chances this week. 
how T.Y. Hilton is A, still rostered, and B, in a starting lineup in this league is truly beyond me. The man is washed. He is toast and done. Um, I'm taking stretch in this matchup. Fun fact, you know, T.Y. Hilton is currently wide receiver 133. <laughs> so good. In a starting lineup. Get him in the lineup, baby. Um, I, I'm taking stretch this week. I'm not really going to try to pick against chalk as much this week. I think it's going to be a big bounce back for him. The only red flag. I don't think Kyler plays this week. I really don't. Um, the fact that the Rams lost, the Cardinals have their bye next week. I, I don't think he plays this week. So if you have to go with Tua against the jets or Jimmy Garoppolo against the, the Jaguars, two really good matchups. So I think that's really maybe the only thing that stretch has to worry about uh, either, or I'm, I'm going to take him this week. Uh, for me, I think it's pretty straightforward. Even if Kyler somehow got out last minute, his point total, and so if it was a like a goose egg essentially, uh, it'd be about the same exact score matchup. It'd be a fair matchup. So without large of a favorite, I think Stretch is going to have an easy win this week. I'm just going to pick Clayton for the hell of it. McCaffrey goes off for fifty. Ooh, <laughs> oh God! You're chasing, you're chasing Chris in those pick'em rankings, aren't you? Sam, I am. I was the only one to pick Clayton last week. I'm just saying, thanks, Don, for not setting your lineup. Uh, we will move into the next match up. It is our very own this week, Stephen Hyatt and Mount Passmore coming in to this one at six and four, taking on Zach, the bottom dweller of our division of Cadoba, at three and seven on a two game skid. And Steven, you are so close, dude. You are so close to full strength, I feel like. Um, granted, Rashad Bateman, we gave him the hashtag eye emojis last week, and he had another great 14-point performance the week before. He is looking he is looking like the real deal. We like that. But I think you could say he's maybe the only non-kind of staple in your lineup. Uh, as of currently, you're still waiting on CEH to get back. Um, obviously, Michael Thomas isn't going to play this year, but Mike Williams is – kind of gone back to looking like Mike Williams. So uh, you'll, you'll be hoping for that, but even your stapled guys have just great matchup. Nick Chubb against the lions Fournette against the giants, Stefan Diggs against that putrid Colts secondary Colt go Colts. That should be interesting. Josh Allen's just going to have a freaking field day. Um, but when you look at Zach, obviously Dalvin cook is always going to be a threat, but I think he is going to run up against a revamped green Bay defense Tyler Lockett might put up 50 might put up five same old same old you expect from him and uh the person that Zach is starting this week Kendrick Bourne so uh that's fun that that's that's fun to do um and then when I mean when you look at his lineup his bench too I mean Rondell Moore Marlon Mack Trey Sermon there's just not a lot of guys he is tanking the way you are supposed to um and he's doing a great job at it so I think he's going to continue it this week Sleeper currently has Steven with a 92% chance of victory, and I think they are correct. I am taking Steven rather easily this week. Same. Steven all day. No question. Yep, Steven. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything contrary in here. I want myself to. Or do I, do I side with the curse? Do Ooh. it, coward. Ooh. Do it. I forgot Ooh. about that. Ooh. That would be the ultimate, like, this is actually a thing. I'll say it here. I think if the curse is real, Mac Jones goes off for a 40-burger against the Falcons' defense. <laughs> oh, on Thursday night? No. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. If on Thursday night, Mac Jones just goes nuclear. Three touchdowns to Kendrick Bourne. 
Oh my god, our our group chat is gonna go nuts. <laughs> that's that's the blueprints right there, baby. Patriots. Oh man, that just made that a lot more interesting. Zach, you have the power of the paranormal behind you this week. Go get them, pal. That's true. All right, we're going to go to these two matchups that I was talking about that are going to have huge implications going forward. And the first one we are going to talk about is your boy, Team Fairlife, somehow at 8-2 and two after last week, going up against one of the people trailing me in the Kadoba division, Tim and the Mixon administration, coming in off a tough loss at 6-4. and four. And for this one, we need to pour one out. We already did earlier, but we'll do it again. For Bobby Woods, uh, oh. the torn ACL. Uh, but Keenan Allen arrives at the perfect time. So what a trade for Chris. That is potentially huge for him going forward. So currently, Sleeper has Tim with a 64% chance of victory. Uh, when you look at Chris, though, he gets a few pieces back, right? So he's got Saquon coming back, hopefully. I think he's on track to play this week. David Montgomery. Shakes off the rust. I think he'll get back to his normal ways. And then A.J. Dillon. X-Factor. X-Factor. Then us. Then us. Oh, heck. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he's looking good in your lineup as well. So, few guys that are going to come in and really help out uh, with your matchup this week. For Tim, uh, a lot of questionable tags uh, coming up. You got DK with a questionable tag. D-Hop, will he be? Uh, his normal self. I think a lot of those things could be ironed out, but something to monitor. And then Aaron Jones being out a couple weeks, that stings. That definitely stings. He was the main cog, I think, in that uh, initial trade he did to get him on your team. Um, so hopefully, you know, he comes back in a couple weeks, like uh, is mentioned. It is worth noting, though, that Green Bay does have a bye week 13. So heal up, Aaron. Be- Aaron, heal up. Take all the time you need. So probably going to be week 14 until you get him back, but just in time for playoffs. Um, Waller, he's got to show up, I think, as a difference maker for you this week. He's got to somehow get that 25, 30-point juju mojo back uh, to be able to, you know, hopefully get you over the top. And then also the Bengals duo will be important for you as well. So Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, both of them showing up and giving you good outputs there. Uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. I don't think Sleeper's wrong. Uh, they got you both projected to be over 140. But I think the matchups is what I'm looking at for Chris, and they just look pretty pretty good across the board. So I'm going to roll with Chris on this one. I'm taking Chris in this matchup. I just think he's got the flames, you know. I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling Chris a little bit. I am most scared on your roster this week. Of AJ Dillon one and the Titans defense at Houston two. Outside of that, Aaron said it. You got you got some tough matchups, and all I'll say for my team is DeAndre Hopkins. Please come back this week. I, I was gonna say that because if Hopkins is out, you're you have to slide in Ayuk again, right? Assumingly, Ayuk would be three weeks in a row, and that just makes me very very sad. Yeah, yeah, not great. Uh, if if Hopkins does play though, I I texted Tim earlier in the week. This this is like one matchup I've seen in a long time where there's just like titans across the board, man. I mean, like every position, again, barring a Hopkins injury, I think you could see the person finishing at the top 12 of the position this week. Like it's just 
insane how high this matchup could be. And I'm doing all this talking, and we're going to have a nice 90 to 96 game oh, this week. Please don't put that juju in on all, me. In all likelihood. But I'm I'm going to take myself as well. Again, I'm as I mentioned before, Montgomery and hopefully a healthy Saquon. He's been practicing in full this week. So um, hopefully they can put me over the top. Steven, who you got? If you, if you uh, pick yeah, against so, me, I I I mean I you know what I'm not trying to be unfair against you. I am just it's just the numbers game, and I think Tim doesn't believe in himself, but I'm gonna believe for you, Tim. I okay. think you're gonna Let get. An, I got you, bud. I think this is gonna be a spicy game for rankings and for uh, because hear me out. If you lose this week, Chris, you might be one game ahead of the division, but our final matchup of the regular season is you versus me. So this might be foreshadowing. We might get some tasty future stuff popping up soon. But uh, so for this week, I'm taking Tim. I think he's going to have a dominant bounce back week. I will say, Tim, if you don't stop me this week, I'm I'm feeling an eight game winning streak because after this week I'm playing Don and Zach. You're you're getting the buy. If you win this week, you, I think you're locked in for the buy. I've never had a buy in my life. What do Feels I do good, with myself? It? Yeah. What do I do with myself? <laughs> um. All right. So that is definitely one of the Titanic matchups to watch, and we have one final matchup to watch, and I called this the matchup to watch because while they might not be, you know, two of the you know, the highest record or whatever um, you are looking at. I'm calling this the battle, the rumble for the Chipotle division. And yes, I'm talking about seven and three Aaron hunt. Let Russ cook on a two game winning streak coming in against the highest score last week. Anthony team uninspired youth in all likelihood, the person who wins this matchup goes to the top of the Chipotle division and is in the driver's seat. As we move forward, Tim, how are we feeling? Oh, that matchup to watch. Aaron currently rocking a 67% chance of victory, according to Sleeper. Um, and we've got a few things to look out for here. So we've got, you know, Lamar Jackson off a poor performance against Miami. Gets another tough defense in Chicago. And he's got the blues. He has not shown up for practice this week. He's fighting an illness that is not COVID. Isn't this like um, the third time he's had an illness the past? It's, he's been sick this yeah, year what's going quite on? a few times. So I don't know what's going on, but, you know, we want to see how Lamar Jackson is going to play for Anthony. Hey, it could be uh, it could be mental health stuff. So, you know, pick your battles. We, We've 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 said it a few times here tonight. Uh, Anthony starting in his running back spot. Miles Gaskin and Brandon Bolden. <laughs> Woo! So luckily for him, he then goes on with Ceedee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, and Travis Kelsey. So that's a nice you know, say their there. say their matchups too, because that that's big. Yeah, yeah. Ceedee Lamb's got Kansas City. Oh, you know, a, a poor defense this year. Kelsey against Dallas. Oh. They got their mojo back. Kelsey should score. Jefferson against Green Bay. I'm pretty sure they're still missing Jair Alexander. Oh, That's yeah. a plus matchup. Um, the one thing I will say, he has a very negative matchup in Devonta Smith versus New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Marshawn Lattimore this year is just shutting wide receiver ones down. Steven saw it with A.J. Brown last <laughs> yep. week. Whoever the number one receiver is, he's shutting them down. Um, but luckily for Aaron, he doesn't really have much to pivot to unless he's going to trust – Corey Davis or Tyler Boyd, or maybe the recently picked up uh, Brian Edwards. 
Um, so then going over to Aaron's side, we got the nice Kurt Cousins in there, quarterback 10 on the year over Russ Wilson. I think that's a good call. Russ did not look like himself and the finger injury. We got to, we got to see it happen first. Um, you got D Williams. He's still in there, dog. He's still in there, dog. Uh, CH not looking like he's going to play. Andy Reid said it's it's possible that we might just have him sit because they have the bye week after really? this. Yep, that was in the notes for today. Um, Deontay Johnson might have Mason Rudolph again, in which case, going to get the targets, going to get the catches, but kind of caps his total upside, I think. Um, and I'll just say this, Kyle Pitts, his matchup is – U-G-L-Y. You ain't got no alibi. Ugly. Mm, 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 Ugly. Mm, yeah. No Cordero Patterson, potentially. We know Calvin Ridley's going through some stuff. Russell Gage put up an egg last week. Bill Belichick is going to hone in on Kyle Pitts, and I wouldn't be surprised if he follows in Gesicki and Hawkinson and puts up a goose. That being said, the rest of the matchups are good. Tyreek Hill, we've talked about it against Dallas. Devontae Adams, you know, Aaron Rodgers is back. Minnesota indoor, that's going to be a nice game. Najee Harris, man, he's just putting up points galore left and right. Um, and Austin Eckler, I had to look again because he's still somehow the RB3, even though I feel like he's just, you know, Mr. Consistent, waiting for a big blow-up game. Um, and, you know, sneaky, sneaky defenses this week. You know, Patriots at Atlanta and Saints at Philadelphia. I mean, both of these defense could put up 12 to 15 points. We could see the Patriots. I mean, I, I really think the Patriots are going to blow out Atlanta. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a 20-point 20, 20 defense performance there. Um, Anthony needs the help, so I'm taking Aaron. No Cordero, no Chuba because CMC is back. Brandon Bolden and Miles Gaskin, that's just not going to do it for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Aaron as well. Uh uh, again, I, I mentioned Anthony's running back core, and then the fact that Devontae Smith, I didn't think about that matchup with the Saints. You, you had a lot of great analysis there, Tim. I just wanted to let you Thank know you. that. That was a fantastic preview. I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, Thank you very snaps much. for Tim. I like that a lot. Um, but honestly, your analysis just made my pick for Aaron even easier. Uh, I think he should get the dub this week. And like like me, if, if I somehow beat you, I think if Aaron wins this week, he is well on his way to a bye. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think just really it came down for me. The reason I'm going to pick myself is just the running backs, unfortunately, for Anthony. It's just it's glaring, um, especially if he doesn't have Cordero in there, um, which, you know, I think there were some reports that he could be a game-time decision, but with a sprained ankle. I think ankle, it's technically a game-time decision, but he hasn't done anything this week. Yeah, and – I doubt they push it with him, so he'll likely be out. Um, really, I think uh, I the receivers for Anthony are always scary, and then Kelsey has the potential to just explode. Um, so I could see that possibly being uh, a huge tilt in our matchup, especially with Pitts against the New England D. Uh, they're going to target him because, I mean, who else do they have right. to throw the ball to? Literally no one. So – yeah, I, I think I win this one this week. I, I think I just caught Anthony on a on a pretty good week here. Yep. Yep. Uh, Tic tac toe. It's four in a row. So Ooh. I'm gonna go with my boy that Aaron. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking real hard. I was thinking about that because I was, I was gonna say it any 
I couldn't say like connect. It's the syllables, man. Connect four. That's that yeah, doesn't rhyme work. as well. Yeah. Connect four. You're a whore. All right. Well. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> family programming damn it all right uh well that is four picks for aaron we think he coasts his way on to a potential first round bye that was your week 11 preview let's get this thing over with um patriots are minus seven tomorrow tim are you taking that line yeah, I'll uh, I'll hammer that one. I think the Patriots are just gonna absolutely crush them, as you should our like button. But don't let me get my head ahead of myself. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, like the man said, though, you can follow us on all of our social medias: Instagram and Twitter at this league underscore pod. Find us on the podcast platforms that matter. I haven't said that in a long time. Apple and Spotify. And um, as always, comment, subscribe, share us with your friends, and just, 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 um, what's suplex the like button? Is that what I, yeah, that's what I'm Yeah, that's for. like a WWE move or something, but yeah, as the Patriots are going to do to the Falcons tomorrow, you can just demolish them and shut it out. Absolutely. I, I, I agree. Like, I think, I don't even think you need to do anything that just like take Barry, some time. Take some time. Just be really intentional with what you do to the like button. Just absolutely just demean it. You might even just break your laptop over. Just step on your laptop to step on that like button. We will not buy you another laptop, but, I mean, that would absolutely be relevant. Just, like, very politely, very gracefully, just peacefully click the like button, please. Hey, you could do that. Whatever. I think they should just lick the like button personally. <laughs> you. <laughs> Gross. That Ew. is nasty. All right. Well, uh, Steven, thanks for joining today, man. You always bring the energy. We love it. You can also follow Steven on all of the platforms as well. Go to this league. You'll find him there. So um, anything else to add, boys, before we, before we go out? Steven versus the curse, baby. Let's see it. That is going to be juicy. That is what everybody is waiting for. All right, boys. Well, I think that's going to do it. I am your host, Chris Mitchum, signing off. Love you guys. Go Bengals and Nixon. Peace. Bong get. Hey, guys. Years stop coming and they just don't stop coming. And they don't stop coming 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 and Ladies and gentlemen. Wait, no, not yet, not yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you done fucked up. I need my silence. Don't fucked up, you dumb bitch. For the yeah, peasants. Look for that point.